Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing The Big Bang Theory Season 1, the sitcom that shot most nerdy subjects into the mainstream, alongside the popular MCU and later Stranger Things. This show is one of the largest reasons for nerdy subjects to join the larger zeitgeist of pop culture outside of nerds. It is what it is. Whether you like it or not, it's one of the driving forces. I remember, you know, the huge merchandise shift and everything like that, and it being on primetime television, exposing people to tons of nerd media that a whole bunch of people have never been introduced to before. So yeah, I would say the, the biggest ones are the MCU, Stranger Things, and the Big Bang Theory for putting what used to be, you know, a niche market into a much bigger audience. So yeah. Being one of the longest-running sitcoms and eventually having the highest-paid actors on TV at its heights, height, becoming popular enough to get its own spin-off prequel show, Young Sheldon. Uh, I have yet to watch that show, and it's in, you know, more than like an episode or two. Uh, so, yeah, very different from this show. Very, very different in tone, and just in general, it's just super different. The show follows a group of four nerds, Leonard, Sheldon, Howard, and Raj, spending their days working at a college who has paid them to do research in their fields of science, the rest of the time being in comic book stores, comic cons, or playing video games for whole weekends, until their new neighbor, Penny, moves in next door and it causes a huge change in Leonard, immediately interested in his new neighbor, much to Sheldon's confusion, who doesn't understand most human interaction and being quite antisocial. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much how the show kicks off. Leonard's like, hot lady, horny, I want to be with lady. And Sheldon's like, why? And, yep, that's that's pretty much how the show, start, the show starts. Yeah, that's, that's it, really. <laughs> As the season goes on, Leonard does all that he can to impress his pretty neighbor, while the rest of the group besides Sheldon also find her quite attractive. Most of the show is Penny learning about them and their nerdy hobbies, or Leonard trying to find a way to woo Penny. Much to his embarrassment most of the time, but they do often grow closer as the show progresses. So as you can tell, his goal seems to be getting closer and closer. In fact, at the end of the season, he goes on a date with her. And then you find out what happens the following season. So it kind of ends on a cliffhanger in terms of will they, won't they. I'm not the biggest fan of some of the nerdy representations. Like, all of them are losers. Now, that is the stereotype, but as a nerd, being as I am a genetically altered evil scientist that happens to be a duck, I don't like the the universal mo mold that this show tries to make. I mean, I do a lot of... I, I do what a lot of the nerds do, but I wouldn't say that everyone is like the ones presented in the show. I, yeah, like, I'm into a lot of the same stuff, but I don't like the same. Leonard seems to be more of the, the I guess you would say, normal nerd. Because the rest of them have some weird shit. And Leonard seems to be the one that can actually somewhat function around people besides other nerds. But yeah, I do think the show does have a good representation of devoted nerds and their interests. I mean, that, that, that's true. They, nerds are usually extremely devoted to what they love including myself so that part is accurate in my opinion but i don't think the whole like oh they're a bunch of fucking nerds that don't get bitches <laughs> like oh, okay that's that's the joke ha 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 i don't know it's it, it works sometimes don't get me wrong 
there are a lot of nerds like that. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying, if you're going to do like a diverse cast of different kinds of nerds, maybe include ones that aren't just fucking losers. You know, if that makes you know, make sense? Because like, that's how the show points them. Is that they're just antisocial. They don't fit in. All of them, they're just fucking lame. Like, that's that's how the show tries to do it. While at the same time being like, see? Every, like, not, they're not so different from the rest of us normies. Like, it's kind of a weird state. But, yeah. I, that's all I can really say. I mean, I spent a significant amount of time on my interest. I mean, this whole podcast is me doing that. So, I mean, it gets partially right and partially wrong, in my opinion, in terms of the representation of the group it's trying to show. I guess is the best way to say it. I do think the show has some decent humor. I don't think all the jokes are funny. I don't always find the sitcom style of jokes funny, to be perfectly honest. I'm not a big sitcom guy. The laugh track is probably my least favorite way to tell the audience when they should laugh. Plus, I don't always think weird, goofy people uh, don't know humans is the funniest either. It's... Oh, that's that human. I don't understand. Like, that's a lot of the joke as well. Um, not always, but like I said, the show is also still getting on its feet in building dynamics between the characters. It's the first season. It's it's usually rough compared to most other seasons. I think usually sitcoms hit their peak in their second or third season. That's when the writing's at its spiciest, you know, most potent. That's when, the, you know, usually the biggest creative ideas are already set in. And, you know, the kind of the mold and the type of show it is has been set, at least by that point. Uh, I think the best dynamic at the beginning of the show is Sheldon and Penny. Being a duo that's, that stays throughout the whole show, both of them being the complete opposite of each other. So it's, you know, it somewhat works and you can kind of see where... You know, the crazy-ass dynamics where we come where Penny is, you know, rather uneducated, extremely social, um, very outgoing, and Sheldon is the complete opposite. Extremely intelligent, extremely antisocial, doesn't understand social cues. He's autistic, by the way, in case you didn't fucking notice. Uh, if you didn't already get side drift, Sheldon is autistic. But, yeah, so their dynamic is rather, can be, can be entertaining at times. Sometimes it's annoying. Sheldon can be annoying, but... You know, I do think he is the source for most of the story and the plot of each episode. So he is kind of, you know, needed for the cast. So you really can't remove the Sheldon one. The Sheldon. The show wouldn't work without Sheldon. So, yeah. Overall, I give this season a 6 out of 10. I think it's slightly above average. You can I, I can obviously see why this sitcom took off compared to a lot of other sitcoms at the time. I get it. I think that the acting is fine. I don't think anyone does a bad job. And so, yeah. I mean, Kaylee Cuoco is a sweetheart, so she's able to bring that out in Penny. And I really like, you know, Leonard. And I like all, I like the whole cast, to be honest. There isn't anyone I just like. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I have reviewed all kinds of other movies, TV shows, and anime. So if you want to check that out, that's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow on whatever app you're streaming through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. Also, also, I'm on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I've been getting a decent amount of attention on there, at least for a guy that only has two videos on there. So I appreciate all those who have, have checked out the video, if, you, if you're if you from here or, or you've, you're you now from YouTube to here. But yeah, go to, go to my YouTube, uh, Dr. Parker's new reviews. It's called the same thing. Um, but that one is more video essay style, not so much reviews. So if you're interested in something like that, go check that out and subscribe on there as well. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.